Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Black Butt Beauty Radio. But you guys, it is not just another episode. What's up? So it's the first video episode. You can actually watch this one on YouTube now. And this will be the case moving forward. So I wanted the podcast to become a video podcast last year. Some of you may already be dialed into that because I kept talking about it. And I really, really did try It was just too much of a lift with everything else that I had going on. It wasn't the right time. So it didn't happen. And that's okay because, you know, here we are now. And it's I'm viewing this as one of the positive things that has come from the COVID-19 quarantine. So, you know, being in person with my guests will always be my favorite. And I really do look forward to when I can do that again. But I don't know when that is. And so all of the podcasts that I've been recording uh, and will be further recording are being done in video over Zoom. So I thought now's the time to just upload these videos to YouTube. While it is not this grand production and I am not in my studio and but who cares, right? Like I don't personally, when I'm watching a podcast, I don't care about the production, um, you know, the setting. I care about the content. And, you know, I know that, you know, all of my guests that have recently been on and I've recorded with and the guests that I have coming are fucking epic. And so I, I really do trust that you guys will appreciate, you know, not just now being able to, you know, listen to the podcast, but now being able to see it. And, you know, it's it's almost like this added challenge for myself that my very first video would be me. <laughs> in a solo so like hi let me just stare into this camera but at the same time you know I'm always talking to you if you follow me on Instagram I'm always talking to you on my story so it's kind of the same thing um but solo shows are tricky it's it's hard to kind of wrap out for whatever 20 30 minutes whatever it ends up being sometimes longer um just on your own but here we are and I'm going to give it my best go because I do have an idea of a topic that you know I had a couple ideas for today's subject, but this one just kept beating the rest. So I'm like, all right, uh, let's run with this one and see what happens. Um, And it's around the ideas of how to maneuver, how to pivot from feeling anxious and feeling um, unease to feeling calm and to feeling strong. So this is a subject that I've certainly created another solo set around. I've implemented into talks that I've even recently had, like with my girl, Tracy Lynn, where she shared her sound bath meditation. And that was meant for, you know, the same thing to to calm you and to strengthen you and center you. It's such a good episode. If you do not listen, it's the sound bath is, it's just delicious. Um, But I want to really walk you through three steps for me that I am implementing right now in this quarantine when I feel, uh, you know, unease, stress, and uh, like an overwhelming sense of challenge, right? Um, because it's a little different now. Like I can't, one of the methods that I've shared before in uh, a solo set around the subject was, you know, running, you know, being in nature. So I live at the beach, you know, and I, you know, love my beach runs, my beach walks. And I, and I don't have access to that now, you know, I mean, gratefully, I still have the ocean, you know, views and I can feel it, but it's not the same as like 
going in the ocean, like putting your feet in the sand. So, so that method to, um, you know, soothe me is, 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 and, and like pivot this energy is not accessible to me right now. So, um, so that being said, I think it's important to, you know, in your own life, like you, maybe you, you know, live by trails and that's normally your go-to when you feel stressed out or something. And now you can't do that. So, you know, how do we navigate around these emotions and pivot uh, them into, you know, feelings of calm, feelings of strength, feelings of, you know, security um, with these limitations? I'm going to keep this as simple as I can. <laughs> It's hard, but I'm going to do it. So first things first, you guys. So for me, whenever I feel a sense of um, unease and anxiety, I always do a scan of biofeedback of like my lifestyle. So meaning, what is my sleep like? How did I sleep the night before? Okay. I wear a Fitbit. I really suggest now more than ever to get some kind of tracker. You want to be tracking your movement. That's very, very important right now because uh, it could be very easy to not getting enough movement in, right? Um, and then also just like the sleep factor because sleep right now, I mean, some of the most renowned doctors that I really love and respect, that is, you know, when they're asked like what's the most important thing to be doing for your health right now, they're all pointing to sleep. It's because the, you know, processes that, you know, the processes that our body is going through when we are sleeping and when we are sleeping optimally are so essential to keep our immune system strong, to keep us, you know, kicking ass inside, right? So we need to be able to measure where we are with our sleep. So that's the first thing I do. I look at my sleep. Where is that? If something's off, okay, cool. That helps me. I'm like, okay, it's not just all in your head, you know, like you didn't sleep good. So maybe you're going to be a little less resilient right now. Um, and that's okay because tomorrow's a new day. And so moving past that, you know, assessing diet. So for me, it's pretty steady. But there could be some days where maybe I ate a little bit of excess of, I don't know, whatever it might be versus something else that typically when I lean, when I'm more balanced in this other area over here, um, maybe more proteins and fats or whatever, I tend to feel calmer, right? I'm just giving you an example. It's kind of hard for me with diet because it is very steady. So diet's usually not really what's going to rock my boat. But I do know that a lot of people right now, uh, diet is rocking the boat, man, whether it's the type of foods that a lot of people are eating, um, or the amounts of it, you know, because of stress and accessibility, that it's really, really important to pay attention to that. Because, you know, your diet is 100% hundred percent going to affect your nervous system and that affects your emotions and that's going to affect, you know, your, just your overall well-being. So you got to check in with your diet, right? And, you know, this is not like when you are doing the scan, you guys, it's, it's, you're literally assessing right now. First, you want to assess, okay, what's the sleep? Okay, what's the diet? How has my movement been? Have I not been moving enough? Or am I moving too intensely you know there are a lot of people I know even who listen to the podcast like maybe you're just like a non-stop hit person and maybe you need to do a little bit more yoga and restorative work right now maybe you need to calm your cortisol and be doing more long walks again assess before we start editing assess 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 women where are you on your cycle this is the main lever for me when I get you know emotionally f fucking rocked right 
And it's kind of, it's it's helpful to know this, right? Because oftentimes when you feel this overwhelming anxiety and all this stuff, you're like, fuck, what's wrong with me? Like what? You know, but when you have this information here of like, ooh, I didn't sleep good. Yeah, my diet's not been good. Ooh, I've been watching a lot of news and I'm watching it late. So that's messing up my sleep and I'm getting into my subconscious. Um, you know, I'm about to ovulate. I'm about to start my period or I'm on my period. All of this information, you guys, is so essential because it impacts your resilience. It impacts your emotional state, your emotional agility. It impacts all of it. So you want to start here. I start here. Once I assess, I'm not judging, don't judge, right? Once I assess where things are and, you know, with honesty always, um, now you got to start doing the work of, okay, well, my, I'm making an example. My diet's been a little shit. I've been eating, you know, super high carb, sugary foods, and I'm even eating them late because when you eat is very important too, right? So maybe I need to start doing some time-restricted feeding, you know, and shortening the window of feeding um, so that I'm making sure that my, you know, my digestion is not interrupting my sleep. And maybe I need to make sure that I'm eating more, you know, healthy proteins and fats versus these like sugary, inflammatory, carby foods, right? And you start troubleshooting your, you know, sleep, your movement, your, uh, you know, what you're ingesting news-wise, information-wise. That could even be a conversation with a friend. If you have a friend that's always on high alert and like freaking out and you're talking to that person a lot, might not be the best thing for you right now, especially considering you're going through a sense of unease and challenge and, you know, anxiety or whatever. So biofeedback, check your lifestyle, check in with that, assess, edit as necessary. Okay, so in my life when I do that, so let's just say here I am, I've done all the scanning and I understand and everything right now is pointing to, ooh, okay, girl, it's your cycle. It's where you are right now. Now, just because I've figured out that, you know, it's my hormones, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden it goes away. No, I'm still going to feel maybe less resilient. I'm still going to feel, um, you know, maybe unease or whatever I'm feeling at that moment, right? That's even making me do this scan, right? So here's the thing. It doesn't go away. You have to shift the energy, right? You shift anxiety from, you know, this feeling of unease to a state of ease and calm. You shift this uh, sense of overwhelm to a feeling of centering, of rootedness, of security. How do you do that? So once I do the biofeedback check-in, then I say, I, you know, I am always having conversations with myself, honestly. I think it's very important to be able to do that. You know, I have this highest self. I have my future self. I've talked about her so many times on the on the podcast. Um, and it's, it, you know, it's it would I'd take us in a rabbit hole that I, I don't want to take us into right now to kind of really get into that. Um, but, you know, essentially what I'm saying is that I have a very highly connected, deep relationship with myself. So I check in with myself and I, I'm like, okay, is this really what you want to be putting yourself through emotionally right now? Like while maybe certain things are, are very valid 
and uh, in the sense of what is triggering me. Let's just say it's thoughts around finances or work or personal relationship, whatever. In my life, your life, imagine yourself there. Just to say that it's all very valid. So it's not like you're making this shit up. It's it's just that your ability to cope with it um, is not as strong as A, you would like it to be, or A, like in my case, maybe that I usually am able to, to handle. So... I just asked myself a couple questions like, is this really where you want to be? Um, no. Okay. So are these thoughts and these emotions going to support you to feel good? Are they going to support you to produce the kind of work that you want to produce? Are they going to support you to have a great day? So once I go through all these, you know, kind of self inquiry questions and you know, the answer is like, no, this is not okay, cool. So what are we going to do about it? So for me, what I like to do is I like to get physical. And what I choose to do will always be different. And you got to have a very, you know, you got to be very self-connected. And you don't need to be an expert. I don't think you need to be super dialed into who you are and all that yet. You just need to know, like, listen, if I'm super high strung up here right now, I need something calming physically. So in my case... This happened to me the other day. This is real life shit. I couldn't figure out. I'm like, okay, I was feeling an ease. Um, I was getting ready. Cycle was about to start. And, you know, I checked in. I did all the things. I knew it. Like, oh, shit, here it comes. And uh, I was like, okay, what do I... I thought at first it was going to be sprints and hit. And, uh, you know, it wasn't that. Like, that wasn't just hitting it for me. It almost felt like, no, I'm already almost there in this kind of hit mode in my mind. So what do I need? Uh, I don't want to just do yoga, though. I love yoga. But, like, I don't want something just super, you know, like... And so it was like, I need to go lift weights. I need to feel my strength. I can take my time. So it's not this super fast beast mode. But I need to feel how strong I am. And I'll tell you, that fucking worked. Because, you know, here I am in this feeling of I don't feel that strong mentally, right? Which is not the norm for me. So when I go and I start deadlifting, you know, a hundred and, you know, whatever, 35 to 55 pounds, like I feel fucking strong, you know, and I came out of that session feeling completely reverted. So here I am, like I've took this feeling of, uh, I don't feel strong. I feel unease. I feel, and I just completely pivoted it. I, I transmuted it. That's the thing that's so important. If you're waiting for the feeling to go away, you're going to be waiting forever. It doesn't go away. You have to shift it. You have to give it like another home, right? You need to give, you, you have to recreate it, reposition this emotion in you to be something else. So, you know, sometimes I know a lot of people will go to meditation for this, right? And uh, I love meditation. Talk about it all the time. I meditate every single morning. Like I will never cheat on my meditation because it is, it's a date with myself. And I love that date. Like I get to hang out with the, my future self. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm obsessed. I need it. And it always serves me. You know, when I leave meditation, I am always better for it. And it's how I start my day. But for me in my life, you guys, uh, when I, you know, let's just say like I started the day, I did my meditation and I'm, I'm moving through the day and I feel like just the feelings that we're talking about, like unease and, you know, uh, just not strong and anxiety and all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's really hard for me to actually sit down and just be like, okay, let me meditate. And I know for some people you, you can do it and that's awesome. 
for me, I need to get physical. You know, science has proven that when we change our physiological state, we change our emotional state. So that's why I say, you know, I personally, after biofeedback, I decide on some method of movement and I get myself into it. It doesn't need to be long. It could be shorter. It could be longer. It could be whatever. Again, this is going to go back to what do I really need right now and do the work to check in with yourself honestly. But then, you know, get physical, do something physical because it will shift you. It'll put you in a different position, whether it's the heal all and everything's better may not be the case, right? But sometimes it is, you know, in my case, in the example I just gave you, it certainly was. Um, But let's just say now that you do something physical in my life, you know, I've put myself through some kind of physical uh, training, and you know, I feel better, but there's still some like, and that I want to work through. Cool. So the next thing that I like to do is I like to create. I like to create. Check it out. Creating can even be cleaning your home. So some of you, I felt like I just heard people like, huh? Um, You know, for me, I'm a neat freak. I I love clean, right? I just do. It's my my home is, is energy that's alive and I have a lot of respect for it. And I just, I'm an artist and I, I want everything in my environment to uh, look and feel beautiful at all times, you know? And so you know, I say that just because there's not a lot of cleaning that has to really go down in my home, but you could always dust something. You could always get a little like clean that cabinet out and it's super relaxing. So why am I using cleaning as an example? Because maybe when you hear the word create, that applies pressure. Or like, what am I supposed to do? Paint a fucking painting? I don't even have paints. Right. I get it. Um, but I want to give you different examples of creating. Creating can be a dish in the kitchen, like a, a recipe. You know, I know a lot of people love to bake when you know they get stressed out that I love that idea I just think it's a little tricky if you're going to just eat the whole cake that you just made I don't think that that's a good thing to do um but I do love the idea of exploring the kitchen and you know creating some kind of recipe it's very very um meditative to cook you know it is for me I know it could be stressful for some people okay so if you're one of those individuals who get stressed out for it by cooking well what is something else you can do that's creative is it organizing your closet that is creating you know it's just understanding that create doesn't have to be picasso create just means that you are about to take your mind somewhere away from this place where you are feeling challenged where you're feeling anxiety where you're feeling unease and you're about to reposition it to be somewhere where you can use your imagination so like if you put on your music and you start organizing your closet and you're like okay I'm gonna do long sleeves and I'm gonna do color and I'm gonna and that is a form of creating and it really needs to be um you know respected that way because I'll tell you these little things that sometimes people can overlook are really, really therapeutic. They're very, very effective to take this energy and reposition it to be, you know, the the opposite of that. So like you go into this, uh, you're in this state of anxiety, you're in the state of challenge, you're in the state of unease. And now you're like, fuck, okay, I've done the bio, biofeedback. I understand, you know, this is off, this is off. Okay, I'm going to adjust as I need to adjust in, in the days to come. But I still feel this way right now. Okay, cool. I'm just walking through my process. So I'm going to, you know, do a little bit of yoga. Okay, great. Did a little bit of yoga. 
and I feel a lot better, but there's just some stuff that I still want to shake off of me. Okay, great. So I'm going to put on some music and I'm going to start organizing my closet or I'm going to, you know, if you're a mommy, you're going to sit down and grab the coloring books and start, you know, coloring with your kids. I mean, I know everyone's life is so different and obviously I can't sit here and, you know, give all of you individual examples, but I don't think I need to. You guys are fucking smart and you can take the ideas, the overarching ideas that I'm giving to you and, and, and create them to fit into your own life. So step number one, biofeedback environment. What is your life, you know, from a health standpoint doing for you? What is, what's happening there? Number two, do something physical. Shift your emotional state by doing something physical. It is highly effective. If it doesn't you know, completely shift your energy, it will push you far enough away from where you were to, and more in the place that you want to be. And then you can further it with do something creative. You know, another thing uh, in this kind of creative sense is, um, I mean, my best friend, my journal, you know, I mean, you guys, if you haven't started journaling, you're going to hear me talk about journaling all the time because it's literally... It's like, it's the most powerful tool. And, and when I started journaling as a young girl, it wasn't a tool, you know, it wasn't this conscious decision of, I'm going to use this tool. It was just that I just had expression that had to come out of me. Like I just had to, I just had to release it and, and I could do that in a journal. And then fast forward, you know, 41 years old, about to be 42 next month. Holy shit. Um, you know, I have over two decades of writing in my home and I'm like whoa you know I don't go through them that often because there's just so much writing but I'm like you I when I do go in I, I can see just how powerful this one tool um this journaling has 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 been for me to be more self-aware to be more self-connected to invite more self-love to fortify my self-love and all of that has um affected and expanded and cemented this sense of self-confidence that I live with so you know when you feel fucked up i'm telling you right now man grab your journal grab a notebook and just start just start throwing it up on the paper. You don't need to write the best-selling novel. You don't need to be a fucking poet. I'm not asking you to do that. In fact, like, not at all. It's just a lot of times the stuff that we carry in our head is so gnarly because it's in our head. I'm not saying it's not real. Um, you know, you could very much be faced with real-life shit that is evoking this, you know, anxiety in the state of, of, of not feeling well, right? But when you carry it in your head, for some reason, it just, it's, it, it, it like amplifies it. And when you put it down on paper, it just takes some of the ease off of like the pressure cooker just like comes down. And then, you know, from that point, you can actually look at your writing and you can start to assess like, is this true? Okay, well, how can I work around this? Well, could I shift this here? You could just start becoming more, you know, connected with your thought process with the scenario and then you can start to even move into visualization through your writing like acting as if you know well what's the solution to this and what do I want to come of this what do I want to manifest you know from you know how to maneuver around this shit I'm just saying pick up the pen grab a notebook or a journal and really 
exercise this powerful tool of self-connection by just releasing your thoughts, releasing your emotions out on the paper and just get it out of you, you guys. <laughs> get it out. Um, those are my go-tos right now. Those are really my go-tos. Okay, and look, outside of all of that, I do believe that having a, you know, a great counsel is important, meaning people that you can call. Why I don't go there first, why I don't go there first is because I want to know that when I don't feel my, you know, emotionally as strong, resilient and all this stuff, I want to troubleshoot first within myself. I want to know can I problem solve this on my own? Um, you know, like I want to lean into myself so that I can be more self-reliant, so that I can generate this self-trust. So when I am able to troubleshoot and soothe myself and strengthen myself and pivot these emotions, I'm not saying I want to be very clear on this because I know that there are times where you really do need to go and talk to someone and that's a very different conversation. I trust that you guys all know that. What I am saying to you is a lot of shit can be done within yourself. A lot of the troubleshooting, a lot of the problem solving. And I personally will always start here going into self first. And then, you know, there is a time where, you know, I want to call my mom and I want to wrap out. I want to call my homegirls and I want to wrap out. Um, and, you know, the cool thing too, I mean, granted, I'm not a complainer by nature. I, I fucking hate it. Like, I'm never going to call you and be like, eh, eh, eh. you know, if anything, I will call. If I do get to this point where I want to call and express, it's more just kind of releasing thought process, almost like a journal, right? Like they're my journal. Um, and sometimes I actually do want their advice or their opinion, you know, but it's not this, I don't feel good, so I'm just going to quickly call to try and revert uh, the work that you can be doing within yourself that is so beneficial to yourself um, and just like kind of moving the emotions into, you know, somebody else's lap. And then, I don't know, I, I just, I really feel like I have an edge right now in this state of quarantine because for a lot of reasons, actually, um, but one of which is because of my all the years that I have done this problem solving and this troubleshooting. When I feel this, um, you know, these emotions that don't feel good, basically, and I've been able to navigate through them powerfully, and um, you know, and shift them truly, like. And sometimes, man, I'm going to tell you right now, like it makes me emotional to think about it because sometimes it's fucking, it's hard and I'll do all the things that I just told you. And, you know, maybe I still go to bed that night and I just, you know, it's like I still have some of that in me, you know? And then this is what I do. And this is where I'm going to end this episode. And I hope this episode is helpful. I mean, it, it feels like a little bit of a rant, but you know, it's, it is, it's just honest, you guys. Sometimes when that's the case, I've done all the things. I just talk to myself and I remind myself, Hey, you did your best and everything is an ebb and flow in life. It's always a season, you know, it's this one day and then it's that the next day. So, you know, just know that, you know, tomorrow you'll wake up and 
you know, it, you'll feel better or you'll feel different or you will have an opportunity to work on feeling better, like whatever it is, you know, but just more or less giving myself this message of, I love you. It's okay. You're going to get through this. Um, just understand that this is just part of the process. And, you know, if there's things that you need to address to support the pivot of this, so in your life, it could be lifestyle things, you know, turn off the news and maybe eat better foods, you know, um, you know, just you do that work and you, 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 be patient with yourself in the process too, because putting pressure on trying to not feel this way, like that's the, that's like gasoline on the fire. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You have to accept it. You have to be real with it. And then you start to implement, you know, whatever the things are for you. But what I shared in this episode, I implement these methods um, to help me to pivot these emotions, to reposition these emotions, to, to be, you know, you know, to, to offer me the feelings that I want to be feeling, which is strong, resilient, um, you know, uplifted and yeah, just fucking feeling good basically. So I hope that helps, you know, it's the goal is for it to help you. So I'm going to let it be here. What are your thoughts? Will you share them with me? I would love to know so much. Um, you know, and even just having the video app, like, please give me some feedback. DM me on Instagram, Roxy Look, Black Belt Beauty. Talk with me. I love connecting with you. If you have DM me, you already know that I'm going to give, I'm going to, you know, follow up with, um, you know, my appreciation and I'm going to be there with you because I really do want this to be a conversation that's just ongoing with us, you know? So anyways, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so, so much. And, um, next week, man, all the episodes coming are fire. So, uh, I'm excited and I hope you are too. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Literally see you. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.